0: Excited to see y'all. Dude, this is awesome. This is Christmas. Something fell. Oh, well. Yeah, um, I'm like super amped about Christmas. I'm not like a big Christmas guy, so forgive me. But this is such like a sweet time, Um, especially like in uh, just like the year um, for, for the church, for us as, like, believers um, to celebrate something called Advent, right? Um, I did not know what that meant until, like, four days ago, Um, and so I, like, I grew up, you know, around church and heard, like, oh, Advent Advent candle and all this stuff, and I was like, oh, that's really neat, Um, but I was like, you know how you're, like, Something to, you know someone like too long, but you don't know their name, and you're like super familiar with them. I'm like, man, what's up, man? And then all of a sudden, it's like four weeks later, and you're like, dude, I still don't know that guy's name. Um, that's kind of me and Advent's relationship. Um, but here's what it means, okay? It means the expectation of a noticeable person or thing, okay? The expectation of a noticeable person or thing. And so, it's just really cool to think about Jesus, right? Like, if you think about him, everything else just kind of gets weighted properly. Like, if you think rightly about Jesus, then my cares and worries and all these different things kind of, like, fade, and you're like, oh, man, it's really not that big a deal, you know? Um, And I think that's what the purpose of Christmas is, um, is to remember who he is and glorify him and not worry about all this other stuff, okay? So two things tonight, and then we'll be done, okay? So the first one is the, this Advent is is here, okay? And it's Jesus, okay? So there's just, I'm going to talk about Advent, and I'm going to talk about Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us, right? God with us, okay? So first thing is, it's the first thing to remember, okay? All hope was lost. Okay? And you're like, oh, I was having so much fun. Um, Yes, all hope was lost, okay? We see this, and this is like, why why did there even have to be Emmanuel God with us? Like, why did God have to come? Why did he want to come? Um, Who is God? You know, all these different things. We've been talking about Jesus all year, and this is it. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us, okay? So all hope was lost. Let me explain that. When do y'all think God first realized he that there needed to be Emmanuel, that he needed to be with us? When do y'all think something? What? Nobody wants to answer. Okay, uh, okay. So you think? Oh, okay, I'll make up an answer. Uh, oh, Isaiah talks about. Him. We read about that tonight. Um, oh, maybe that's the first time. Okay, no. It's actually all the way back in Genesis. Genesis talks about Emmanuel. It doesn't say it, but it alludes to, okay? So Genesis 3.15, right after um, man rebelled, right? So there's this thing called sin, right? What is sin? It sucks, right? You're right. That's You're right. It is. It's selfishness. Sin is selfishness, okay? And so whenever we think about Adam and Eve or sin, they're like, oh man, the guys always like to do this. We always blame who? Eve, right? Yeah, the girls. We're like, man, if you just wouldn't have shown me that apple, I wouldn't eat it in the first place. And the girls are like, well, you know, they give a statute. So it's okay. There's always this like strife. And that's called what? That's selfishness in itself. So chill. If you think one's responsible or the other one's responsible, we have to look at ourselves right we have to see that we have been selfish right because the reason that god said um i will put enmity between you and the woman he's talking he's talking to the the devil i'll put enmity between you and the woman and her offspring and your offspring and what he will crush your head and you will bruise his heel. That's the first time God ever talked about restoring his relationship with, with man, right? Because what selfishness does is it puts something between us. It puts something between us and God. And if you are like, "Well, oh, I'm not that bad. You've been selfish. Don't kid yourself. Let's just move on from that. There's really no arguing, okay? Um, and so that's why all hope is lost. We have each, yes, Adam and Eve did it. But more importantly, Charles has broken relationship with Jesus, right? Or fill in your name, okay? Not me. That's not the most important thing. But we have f- broken our relationship with God. Does that make sense? Okay. And so regarding that, y'all, I think, man, mean, I really think, this is going to sound like so dumb, but I really think there is such a war on Christmas, okay? And don't think I'm like talking about some like decorating thing, but like for real, when y'all sing these songs, like how epic was it to sing about Jesus, uh, how epic is it to sing about a baby? Like that sounded awesome, y'all did so good, um, but like how, how much do you th- we think about that? Oh, that's an old person song, right? Or that's like, uh, that's a kid's, that's kid's stuff, right? Like we think about Christmas and it's always this like festive, um, like kind of like childish, whimsical, right? Y'all know what I'm saying? no one's thinking about like blood or like you know what i'm saying like war like but the devil dude he hates he hates what we're talking about he hates these songs he wants these songs to sound to sound so traditional he wants these ideas to be so um like like traditional and comfortable that we don't actually think about what we're singing right does this make sense like i hope when y'all go home over the break that you're like screaming at your church or something like yes this is awesome and like all the old people are like lighting their candles and they're like looking at you (laughs) dude because that's what this that's how much this matters guys um i'm gonna read this poem real quick it's by a a guy called steve turner um hey uh and he's a really cool poet he says this christmas is really for the children especially for children who like animals, stables, stars, and babies wrapped in swaddling clothes. Then there are wise men, kings in fine robes, humble shepherds, and a hint of rich perfume. Easter is not really for the children, unless accompanied by a cream-filled egg. It has whips, blood, nails, a spear, and allegations of body snatching. It involves politics, God, and the sins of the world. It is not good for people of a nervous disposition. They would do better to think on rabbits, chickens, and the first snowdrop of spring. Or they'd do better to wait for a rerun of Christmas without asking too many questions about what Jesus did when he grew up or whether there was any connection. Y'all, I, I like Christmas is so important, okay? Um, And I'm not talking hot chocolate. I'm talking about the reason we celebrate it. Because Jesus is so important, right? So all hope was lost. That's the bad news. Okay, you all ready for the good news? Okay. There is hope in Emmanuel. Okay? There is hope in Emmanuel. Without giving us hope, Emmanuel wouldn't be that exciting. We need hope, right? Okay. So we're going to look at this. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. Y'all ready? Okay. Verse 25. We're going to talk about two people, and that's it. Okay? First one's a guy. Second one's a girl. Y'all excited about that? Okay, good. So, the first one's an old man called Simeon. Okay? And this dude's a baller. So, St. Luke, chapter 2, verse 25. Ready? Behold, there was a man in Jerusalem... Whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord. Now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. There's a promise promise fulfilled. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people. Guys, look at that. Verse 30. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Right? Two parts of hope. The first one is a Savior. Simeon saw a Savior. Y'all know what Jesus means? Like, what Jesus means to me? No, like, Jesus, the word, means salvation of God, okay? Or God's salvation. So whenever you read this book, the Bible, all throughout it, Jesus' name actually shows up from the beginning to the end. His name is all throughout. Whenever you read the two words, salvation of God or God's salvation, that's talking about Jesus. I, like, like write, like, a cross or, like, a J or Jesus, Um, like, near it. Every time I come across it, because I think that is the—that's just the coolest thing to me. Jesus is all throughout the Bible, um, and so when when he saw when Simeon saw Jesus, he took up this baby in his arms and he said, "This is my Savior. I've now seen your salvation. I can die in peace. I know that all that I've done." He was he was working in the temple. He was just and devout. He told people that this Messiah was coming. He told people about the coming Emmanuel, right? And then he picked up a baby and said, here he is. And he blessed God and he thanked him for who he was, right? What kind of humble old man picks up a baby and calls him his Savior, right? That is awesome. So we need that. Our hope is in a Savior. Our hope is in Jesus because why? Because all hope was lost, but there's hope in Emmanuel. He can save what? his people from his sins, it's from their sins, right? Do y'all believe that? I mean, that's really, we could leave now and freaking worship, and that's enough. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, he saves his people from their sins, okay? Like, that is a huge, huge, huge deal. Luke 2, uh, one of y'all read it beautifully. Abby. it was really good. Um, good news of great joy, which will be for all people, all can be saved, right? Even Simeon said it here, um, which he said, "My eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of the, your people Israel." Right? That's everybody. There's no one that excludes Gentiles and Israelis. Like that's it. There's no other people in the world that you can like add into that. Um, so he can be our Savior. He can restore that relationship with us. Okay, and that's awesome. And we could end there, right? Yeah? Okay. But there's more hope. Y'all like more hope? Yeah. Me too. Who doesn't? I mean, if you don't, whatever. Um, So the second person is Anna. Okay? Anna. And she's the girl. Okay. Anna is so cool. I wish I could, like, show y'all a picture of what she maybe look like like in my mind, but it would just be like really funny, and so I'm not going to do that. She's a boss, okay, but she's like this old lady. She's been in the church forever, um, and it's, we're going to pick up same, same chapter two, verse 37. She was a widow, um, and she never left the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. Y'all, Emmanuel, God with us, right? If God was coming to your house, would you probably like change a little bit? Like would you clean up I'm like, dude, I would do everything I could to make my house, like, so spotless if God was coming over. And, like, in my heart, you know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd like, be like, okay, I'm, like, only going to eat salad. Uh, like, like, why? Like, I don't even know. But that's all I would do. Like, if God was coming, I would do that. And so it says this, verse 38. She coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spoke of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem okay Anna recognized Jesus as Lord okay and that is where the hope lies that is where our real hope comes Savior is great news we could go home on Savior but Jesus just didn't end with Savior right he gave us Lord too that's that is so cool a Lord so she she immediately came a Lord requires action a Lord is the one who rules your life instead of you she spoke of him To all those, hey, if you need redemption, who here needs redemption? Everybody, right? If you need redemption, Jesus is Lord. He's not Lord if you want him to be. He's not Lord if to you. He is Lord. He is Savior and he is Lord. And hope is solid, right? She spoke of him to all those who look for redemption. A good Lord can manage your life better than you can. Jesus becomes Lord. You can't help but talk about him, right? It's like, it's like bursting out of you, and if you haven't met that Jesus, and if, that's, if you don't understand that, look for him, okay? Because if that's not the case, you have to find him. These songs we were singing, I mean, all, like, the, like the tension in the songs is, like, like how do, you, how do you, like, dampen them? Like, the devil's smart, right? To make these songs boring, like, you've got to be really smart, because they're talking about something that's a big, big, big deal. Probably the greatest news in, in history. So this is it. A Lord compels you to lay down your gifts just like the wise men did, to travel across the world just like they did, to follow something everyone else may say you're crazy following, all to find a person, a God who we can know, who we can trust, who fulfills our hope, who takes our gifts and uses them in a bigger way than we can if we say you are Lord. I recognize you, Jesus, as my Lord. Thank you for being my Savior. But now I'm saying you're my Lord, right? And here's, here's like, I don't know, to me, like probably the coolest thing. He's freed us to be friends with him again because God with us. Because he came to be with us, we can now be friends with, with God. He's restored that relationship. He's redeemed it, and he's restored it. And here's the deal. It wasn't like, oh, Emmanuel was, like, at Christmas only. It's, like, God with us now. Yeah? Like, Jesus came then, but he's, like, He's like here now. You know what I'm saying? And so for everything that you think of, like, like we're going to worship here in a minute, but this is, like, the, the, the call to, like, your break. Okay? Don't leave here and go home and just get, you know, oh yeah Christmas is like so cool I get off school and get presents and I get to see family like dude all those are only good because there's hope in a savior and a lord for real for real uh, y'all read earlier um, Isaiah 9 6 his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty God um, everlasting father prince of peace if you stop there that's enough you know what I'm saying? But he's more than that. He's, so, he's infinite, right? There's so much more than just four or five different things. So when we're, we're going we're to worship here in a second. What is Jesus? What is he? You'll never reach an exhaustive list of who he is. So tonight and for this break, recognize Jesus as your Savior and thank him for that. But also recognize him as your Lord, right? whatever. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. This is a huge, huge deal. And I think for us to be um, like going after it, like on the offense, right, is important because we, this is like a season, this is a time that we can celebrate that it doesn't look like everything else that we've ever done. We have real hope. Yeah? yeah. Cool. So let's pray and uh, and then we'll worship who Jesus is. Thank you, God, for who you are, Lord. Uh, We praise you, Jesus, for, yeah, for being God with us, that we can know you, um, that we can be your friend, God. Jesus, we love you. We love you. We love you, God. You're so much more than we can say. You're so much more than we can imagine, God. Would you open our minds tonight to who you really are, God? We love you, Jesus.